Voice Talks presented by Google Assistant is happening each month. You'll hear from industry experts, voice-first influencers, and platform creators each month for a deep dive into our rapidly evolving voice industry. Plus, get your questions answered and a chance to win prizes. Hosted by Sophia Altuna, one of Google Assistant's top industry experts and a leader on the Global Product Partnerships team, we encourage you to register for this free event and join us at voicesummit.ai slash talks. That's voicesummit.ai slash talks. We can't wait to see you there. Chithma Durgam has been a dentist for over 15 years, but she's also been using social media to build her practice. She talks about how she's used TikTok, how she appeared in Gary Vaynerchuk's book, how she co-founded the Voice Guild Dental Flash Go and what it will do for the dental community, how being in voice has changed her business and her views on how the healthcare community can use voice more in the future. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your host, Carrie Roberts. And today my guest is Chithra Durgam. She is a dentist and the co-founder of the Voice Guild Dental Flash Go. And she'll also be speaking at an event called Voice and Healthcare Summit this August. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie. Yes. And you're from New Jersey like myself, which makes me extra excited. And <laughs> you have been a dentist for over 15 years. What got you started in the dental field? Like, why did you want to do that in the first place? You know, when I was young, I had a, such a, an amazing experience with my dentist. And, you know, my childhood dentist really made it interesting in terms of delivering care and making me feel like very at home within the dental office and the conversations that we had made me feel like that was a profession I wanted to pursue in the future because I realized how much effect that they have on a family because you see them regularly on it every six months. And then in addition to that, you're actually providing care to the patient that they need in a timely manner within a 9 to 6 p.m. time frame, which was really appealing to me. And so it got me hooked at a young age and I started following and shadowing my high school dentist. And then from there, I just was hooked. Yes. And I love it because, you know, normally people that are in healthcare sometimes just stick to their lane or like, I'm just a dentist. I just do this. But one of the things that you do really well is you've used social media in a beautiful way. So you use Instagram, you use TikTok. I was on your TikTok today. I love it. It's funny. It's informative. It's fun. And it also got you into Gary Vaynerchuk's Crush It book. And I'd love to talk about what made you get into doing social media as a small business owner, as a dentist, and then how did that allow you to appear in Gary Vee's book as well? So I always felt that it's really important to develop your reputation in a community. And Gary really talks about it as a brand. And I started to see it differently and learning more about him and what he was doing. But really what got me into TikTok to begin with was when I saw everybody, you know, listening to what his suggestions were. And he actually challenged a chef one summer to post three TikToks every day for three months. The chef didn't do it, but I did. And so for one summer, I cooped myself up and made videos for TikTok, learned about the uh, platform and tried to de deliver based on what I was seeing and what I thought would help my brand. And in doing that, it really made a big difference for me. We ended up getting a lot of patients coming in just because of seeing me within uh, TikTok. And it just really opened my eyes to what the possibility of social media would be and the importance of it in developing a brand. 
you know, up to that point, I knew a lot about marketing, direct mail, um, trying to talk to my patients about, you know, how to better help themselves by going to the dentist. But I never really understood the concept of a brand until I understood social media better. And then from there, I realized that it's really important to keep abreast of all the different platforms because each emerging platform has something different to offer, has a different demographic. It can really make a big difference in a brand in general. And so it's been an amazing ride just to have all of these different tools available depending upon which one is doing better and which one's not. And so social media has really taught me that if you want to connect and be relatable as a dentist, when a lot of people are afraid to go to the dentist, that social media really makes a huge difference. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I feel like a lot of people will say, oh, I feel silly. I feel funny. Like, I'm too old for this or it's for kids or I shouldn't do it. Right. Was for you, how long would you say you were doing, let's just use TikTok, for example, before you were like, oh, this, I get this. It's working for me. People are asking about my business. How long would you say? It took a good seven months, I would say, before I got any traction. And, you know, in the beginning, people, when I was on it, it was musically. And a lot of times, most of the people who are on the app were much younger than they are now. And uh, they really had some resistance, to be honest with you, with people who are older getting on the app. And so it took a little bit of time to kind of ingratiate myself within the community, spending time on other people's lives. You really have to take time to entrench yourself in the community to understand what the needs and wants are before you can really find any ROI on what you're doing. And I think once you give it a good effort, you see what people like, you adjust, that's really where you see the traction. And when you first come into an app, you usually are not going to hit it, you know, do really well right away. I mean, now TikTok's a bit different because the viewership is so high. But at the time when I went in, I just assumed I was going to do some videos, see what people like, adjust based on what people liked, what they didn't like, and then keep going. And I think with all social media platforms, that's really important. And so now you've gotten into voice. Where did you first learn about it? And what made you say, I want to do something with invoice? So in my family, we have a lot of people that are interested in technology. And so right when they're really big early adopters, so right when anything comes out, they're the first to get the technology. And so it was really from my family where a lot of us were getting um, Alexa devices, hooking it up to um, television and then watching and ordering based on that, where I really got interested in the possibilities of voice. And then from there, um, Dr. Neil Desai had approached me about getting involved in Dental Flash Go. And then from there when we were doing more research and learning more about voice and attending different conferences, I realized this true possibility of voice. And it made me really giddy because I realized that I was early, you know, and it's the first time that I've been so early on a platform and I was excited to see where it could go. And even when I'm talking to other people about voice, it's so funny because they say, oh my gosh, it sounds like you're giving me insider trading secrets. And I'm like, not really, but it is pretty cool. It's like really cutting edge. Yes. And we've had Dr. Neil on the show and I've met him in person. He is a wonderful human being. Yes. And he too, like yourself, is really saying, okay, I'm in the healthcare field, but how can I use technology to kind of expand? So you are the co-founder, as you said, of Dental Flash Go. What is the voice skill and how does it work? Who's using it? How have you seen it working so far? 
Yeah, so the Downflash Go is in beta right now, but it's the first um, interactive voice question bank that's available for dental students who are interested in having an adjunct to their regular studying to get ready for the DAT or board exams. And what's really amazing about Dental Flash Go is that we're actually able to help people save time. So if somebody's working out, if somebody is going to cook something and they want to get in that little extra studying time, our voice skill is actually going to be able to help them to do that by offering multiple choice questions that they can do through voice during their free time. And the interesting thing about us that are professionals, whether it's medical students or dental students, is that we're always looking for that little edge. So when we're studying, we can study so much, but then we do have to go about our daily lives. And when you can do a voice skill that actually is going to give you that edge, that's going to give you something different than being able to study looking at something, it really does enhance the studying experience. And we have found a really interesting adoption of this by people who have seen a little bit of it even though it is in beta, some people have been able to look at it and see the possibilities and they even understand the true potential of it because dental education hasn't really been revolutionized this way in a long time. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things that's so great about anyone that starts any kind of business, I mean, obviously we're talking about voice on this show, is it usually comes from a need or from an area that you struggled with. So when you think about yourself when you were in dental school, you know, would this have been something that would have helped you, would have saved you time? And that's where this came from. I definitely think it would have saved me time. I think at the time when I was studying, I was always using flashcards to study, to try to get in a little extra studying because I didn't want to be lugging my books around. And so now I see that, you know, voice is going to really be so prevalent throughout our daily lives, not only in the devices themselves and the different assistants, voice assistants, but it's also going to be part of speakers and just at really everywhere. And so to understand the possibility of using this skill, no matter where you are, whether you're in school, whether you're at home, you know, there's really amazing benefits from that. And, you know, you were talking about earlier about TikTok saying it took about seven months before you saw people having an interest in your business and potential ROI. And the question always for any business, but also for voice specifically is what is the ROI of this? What do you see the ROI being for this skill? Is this something that you're going to monetize through the students, through the organizations that do the testing? Have you had any thoughts on that yet? So the way that it would be monetized is that right now what we're doing in terms of our planning is that there would be a membership fee that a person would pay subscription fee every month. And essentially from doing that, they'd be able to get free access to the entire skill, which is a huge data bank. And it's constantly going to be updated. It's constantly going to be taken care of in terms of what the new guidelines are with the ADA, which is American Dental Association, in terms of what their requirements are. Unlike a book, which is pretty much stagnant in terms of its knowledge, a voice skill can constantly be adapted to the time. And as we've seen with a lot of dental exams, a lot of them are changing right now because schools are realizing that there's different information that they would like to emphasize. And so our voice skill takes that into consideration. And so we see the return on investment being that you'll always have the latest information by taking care of this, you know, as part of your curriculum and also by subscribing to it. Now, I'm curious how creating, again, this is still in beta, this is still new, but how creating the skill has affected you and your business. And if you have any thoughts on how a small business could benefit from voice. 
Right. So I think that to generally voice in general is going to revolutionize the way that small businesses interact, especially with COVID-19 and how things have really impacted our community. I think that voice is actually going to be a necessity rather than a want. And the reason is that a lot of us are going to expect touchless interactions going forward. We're going to want to be able to interact in a way that's efficient, that's going to allow for the least contamination of the field. And we're also going to want to make sure that everybody that's involved is knowledgeable about things and that things that are routine, for instance, let's say, you know, instructions after you've gotten a product or let's say even assembly instructions, we're going to want those to be on a voice skill so that we can get them timely and consistently. And I think that voice is really going to revolutionize businesses in the sense that it's going to also enable businesses to brand themselves. So unlike a website, a voice skill could actually give directions to someone to get to their business. It could tell them about the owner of the business and the brand in terms of question and answer about the person behind the business. It can also give images. So a lot of people don't realize that voice actually isn't just about audio. You can also have the benefit of seeing uh, photos or video about the business and all those can be uploaded to a voice skill. And so I think that depending upon how different voice skills come to fruition, I think that the small business can actually, by partaking in voice skills now, can actually put their business ahead of other businesses just by getting involved now and learning about it. I mean, we're really early right now, but for a business to be, let's say, first on the internet, every business would have wanted that. So if you want to be as a business first in voice search, now is the time to get involved. Now is the time to develop skill for your business so that people who are starting to get interested in your particular field know you first. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really good point. And I love that you have done that with social media and now with voice as well. Another thing that you do, as we had mentioned earlier, is you've been doing a lot of speaking events at voice events, particularly in the healthcare space. And I'm curious, how do you think the medical community and especially dentists can and should be using voice? Like, What are you speaking to when you go to these events to get them to understand the value of it for them in their industry? So my whole interest in you know, healthcare in general is for addressing the issues that we currently have and solving problems within healthcare. So some of the issues, obviously now with COVID-19, it's really important that we have even more voice to be able to help us with patient notes, to help us with post-op instructions, to help us to reduce the interaction of people within a hospital or a practice facility, and also be able to reduce the need of a person giving instructions when a voice skill could give those same instructions. And so right now, I think healthcare could really benefit in terms of being able to use the voice skills to disseminate information quickly. Right now, there's a lot of misinformation that's going out. A lot of people are getting different information from experts, some people who are not experts. And to know that you have a reliable source that could really give information to thousands and hundreds of people at a time is really important. And I think that's where healthcare can really make a difference. So in one way, I think that if we can make voice skills, that could actually give access not only to people who have wealth, but also people who don't have access to care about information that's going to be life-saving to them. I think voice skills can make a huge impact in that way. A second way that I think it can help is if 
all of us are using it in a way to develop consistent information that's routinely given to patients to reduce mistakes. So if we're giving them information of what to follow after they've had surgery, in my office, if someone has a tooth extracted or any kind of surgery, they need post-op instructions in terms of what to follow. So we can actually put the voice skill in their email and they can actually listen to it at home if they're not remembering some of the information that they got when they were in the office. And so I think that can make a huge difference, not only in compliance, but also can also help patients so that they know that they're being taken care of 24 hours a day. And thirdly, I think that voice skills can really help in terms of reducing, obviously, like I was saying, the interaction, but also to help hospitals to keep in top of information in terms of each patient and statistics on how those patients are being helped. So if you know certain things are going well and certain things are not going well in terms of a care for a patient, that treatment can be developed and planned and statistics can be done from that. And so if we know that certain medications are working to help a patient and in, in this time with COVID, if we would have known like this, these types of approaches are helping with some patients and these are not, we can actually develop a bank of information and crowdsource all that information. And so patients who are being treated in another country and given medication that's working could actually benefit when they know that it hasn't worked in a certain way in another country. And I think that voice skills could make a huge impact in getting that information in one place. And I think that's something where the future is going to be really bright in terms of helping us develop different routines and doing the best care. Yes. I just love when I see people coming into the technology space from a different area, because like I said, you're using your education, your background, what you're seeing and everything you just stated is so intelligent and so smart. And I know there are companies working on some of those things, but I agree. I think every hospital, every dentist, doctor should have those things. And I love that you're creating a use case for this as well so that people understand it that are in the medical space. If people want to learn more about what we talked about or they want to connect with you, what is the best way to do that? So that's a great question. I'm actually on Instagram at D-R-D-U-R-G-A-M. I'm also on TikTok, Twitter, and Snapchat still. And I'm also developing my own voice skill for my brand, which is going to be uh, under my uh, same username, Dr. Durgum. So that's going to be coming out in the next two months. And then I'm going to be at the Voice of Healthcare Summit in August at 6. So if anybody's interested in signing up for that, um, a link is in my Twitter feed. So please consider doing so. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your insight, your knowledge. And I congratulate you on continuing to try new things and finding new ways to help your community and your patients. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at modev.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you next week.